0: Barron County Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald is my very special guest this week you're listening to a Dryden Wire podcast my name is Ben Dryden I'm your host Sheriff thanks for coming in thank you how are things going down there uh, pretty good a little snow today yeah I heard uh, I think maybe an inch or something tonight yeah, or yeah. something or? we've
1: got a little snow we've got a, we've got a sand truck out uh, down here County this morning and uh, making sure the roads are just uh, get some slick intersections so last night was, or yesterday
0: was Halloween. Yep. So three of my family members, my media family, uh, have been in law enforcement. Uh, Mom and I are the only ones that haven't because we like people. <laughs> <laughs> we like people. <laughs> um, uh, so when I, w- when there's a holiday that comes up, like uh, Halloween, I think of it through the filter of you know Halloween and etc. Uh, being in law enforcement, do you have a different filter? Do you see it differently when you hear of, oh, Halloween's coming up, it's okay, guys, we need to start getting ready for this, this, and this, or is it kind of just like any other night?
1: Depends on the day of the week. I think, um, you know, when it's on a weekend, it's a little bit bigger for us. You know, having it be a Thursday night. My only concern is all the kids out in the traffic, and we remind our patrol division to go out and patrol and be in areas where you know there's high, not high crime, but high volume of people. Oh, sure. You know, that's where we want our people to be out in on patrol and just making sure – People wearing their head have their headlights on, and their kids aren't running across streets, and just be more present mm. and and available when it comes to a holiday like that, like Halloween. Uh, on a weekend, we ramp up our our shifts and make sure everybody's, you know, where they're supposed to be because bars have bigger crowds uh, on a Friday, Saturday night when well, it's, it's Halloween. Sure, this it, sometimes, ha- uh, you know, holidays are an excuse for some people to do oh. dumb things and so we just try to eliminate some of that uh the you dumbness. Know, your, your choices that you make <laughs> by presence alone a lot of times helps um people make their good choices okay. in the world so that's what we try to do do you uh um you have deputies maybe pull some people over headlight out and confiscate candy and stuff <laughs> yeah confiscate candy we just go up to kids and say yeah we gotta check that yeah. just go up to, we're
0: pretty sure there's something bad in that chocolate yeah. we'll test it for you yeah
1: where, where'd you get that candy bar? We need to go check that. <laughs> <got> the house. <laughs> no, we have fun. I, you know, I worry about those nights, like proms and and homecomings with kids. Any any holiday involving our kids and being out is is a is uh, stressful for me. You know, I, I gave out candy at a friend's house last night uh, with my family, or not my kids. They didn't. They don't care about us anymore. They're old. <laughs> They're in high school. They're like, whatever, Mom and Dad, I'm going to do something. But uh, my wife and I went to some uh, friends of ours and, and gave out candy with their kids. Um, they have younger kids, and that was fun. But I had my radio on. I had my gun on. I just always want to be ready because bad stuff does happen, and yeah. it can happen any day. And, and But when there's a majority of more people out and about, more things can happen. When we put more cars on the road, Crashes, more crashes happen, more people happen. Yeah. I don't want to say nothing bad happened. With the kids, nothing bad happened. We did have an incident last night in the city of Barron
0: i've heard actually i got several messages last night about it and a couple this morning i think it was regarding a stabbing i don't know much about it at all and i figured well
1: you're going to be here today i mean i just ask you <laughs> breaking news right yeah. here yeah. <laughs> well i can't really comment on it it's not my case it's a it's a, it happened in the city of baron okay. um our department is assisting with that with that uh stabbing that there was a stabbing two people were stabbed they were flown out um, my understanding is they're in stable condition um the person who did the stabbing is in custody and um we're assisting uh with that so so while i said nothing bad happened something mm. bad did happen the it just famine, happened to it, be halloween yeah it just happened to be halloween and it had nothing to do with kids or trick-or-treating it was an incident i don't know what it was over yet it happened in, in the park in Barron, mm. and um happened about five thirty uh last night
0: maybe it was over candy and maybe it was maybe it and wasn't. i'm only joking about it because you had said that it sounds like they're in stable condition right I, so that's good
1: yeah i i don't know of any serious injuries like i said they were both flown out so that's it's serious and yeah. and we're uh like i said our detectives were out helping uh, assisting baron pd last night and um you know that's the uh, those two stabbings we had two stabbings over the summer yeah i remember uh, that yeah so you know it's it's you know, we get some major cases, and obviously, obviously, we had the, the major case with the class case a year mm. ago, and and things like that. But, um, but our team is, I'm very proud of the work our team does. We have a great relationship with our local police departments, mm. and that's what being uh, sheriff's department's all about is assisting and helping. And like I said, I think we had three detectives out there helping uh, the Barron Police Department sure. last night. Well, I
0: suppose I mean uh, municipalities, uh, just in staffing alone, it's whether they're full staffed. Or not. That's still not a lot because it's they're only covering a certain area. Right. So I think it's on cases like this, uh, it's obviously vitally important to be able to have the resources of a sheriff's office or a sheriff's department.
1: Yeah. And and we've put ourselves in in being, uh, you know, I want to say our department's a leader in law enforcement. That's been our goal from technology to training to staffing. Um, You know, every chief or sheriff wants their department to be the best. And uh, I think our department does a great job when it comes to major cases. And I think I have built a great team of experienced detectives. Mm -hmm. It helps when you have your whole detective division has got almost 20 years of experience each person. So I'm not a, yeah. So I'm not a. I don't have a young detective division. I've got very experienced people that know how to solve cases and we have a a majority of the cases. So we're going to get more experience when we work cases every day of the week, when municipalities don't always get the, the, I don't want to say it's a luxury to have a bunch of cases, but we have the luxury of getting that training and that expertise when we build working different cases. Yeah. There's just less call volumes in some of these municipalities. Yeah,
0: so you had brought up. <clears throat> excuse me, you brought up um, the Klaus case mm-hmm. recently. Uh, there was a uh, I think, the one-year anniversary. Yep. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, and and a lot of people question why we did something on the one-year anniversary, and and we took some criticism for that, and and but uh, but we also the media sometimes drives some of this stuff. Sure. Well, hold, hold on. You did what we had had we talked about it why should we talk about it? Why it's over? Should we, why should we talk about it? You know? And so that was what people, some people felt we shouldn't even be bringing it up. You know, Jamie's doing good. And, 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 you know, I had met with some family members and, and talked about it and we changed, we've changed what we did on the year anniversary and we really made it about other kids. And that's really wor- what it was about. It wasn't about the cloth case per se right. i mean we opened it up with a uh, you know remembering james and denise and just saying you know sucks that they died and and you know yeah. it's it's a tragic event and and but it wasn't about them and it wasn't about jamie jamie's guardian at Lightham came down and gave a statement about her and she mm. he said some words that she said and and that's what people wanted to hear that she's doing mm. great um it's a major case and we showed the world that a 13-year-old girl showed the world that courage and resilience, um, you never give up hope, and and we learned, uh, I think, mm. a new definition for those three words, and that's what I spoke about. Um, we got, like I said, got some words from from Jamie, and then we worked with the National Exploiting of Missing Children about other missing kids, because there's 40 other missing kids in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Just alone, and and Bushlands were there. That's, mm. a, a, that's a local Washburn yep. County case. Yep. They came down and just raised awareness about one case. Yeah. If we can solve one more case, that's our job as adults. And yeah. and um, so I think we, <clears throat> I wanted to teach, uh, you know, the lessons that we learned from a law enforcement standpoint, I learned as the, as the you know, as the as I worked the case. Um, you know, when we gave some stats about the case and I recognized some of our detectives. Go back to our detective division and and I recognized uh, 10 members of, of our department, uh, the FBI, DCI, and the state patrol who assisted us with that. And while I could give awards to over 300 cops that came and helped us every day of the week, um, those 10 people that I recognized were really the leaders, the case leads, as you want to call it in that case. You know, there was mm-hmm. over 700 pieces of evidence. It's the largest case at the Wisconsin State Crime Lab. There's 32,000 reports in this in this case. Um, that it's um, the longest-running Amber <clears throat> Alert. So we gave some of those facts that people mm-hmm. didn't. Maybe realize that, I mean, how big this case was. And we didn't realize it at the time how big this case was. But, I mean, that's the biggest case at the Wisconsin State Crime Lab in the history of it. And you kind
0: of stop when it's all finished. Right. And thankfully, it had a, uh, for Jamie, uh, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better uh, outcome or how that ended. But then it's almost this, you can kind of take a breath. Mm
1: -hmm. And then you start looking back and go, wow, holy cow, that that was something. Yeah, and and I'm very proud of the work we do. Not just in this case, but every single day. And I and sometimes law enforcement gets a bad rap. Sometimes the FBI gets a bad rap. It <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It> doesn't <laughs> everybody loves cops? Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> so and. And so I'm very proud of the work, and and we should be in Northwest Wisconsin, be proud of the work that law enforcement did, not just my department. We were assisted by lots of different departments uh, that helped us with this case. And and I just wanted that message to get out there. And then I wanted that message to be, as an adult, it's our job to make sure kids know somebody out there cares about them. That's our job as adults. And so I think I have a new passion, a new mission in life, and it, it all came from you know, seeing this girl and, and what she fought for and how she lived and, you know, we she found us. I'm not out there, you right. know, taking some criticism because I'm taking the credit. I'm not, I've never taken the credit since day one. Right. I'm very proud of the work I did because our detectives had to work for those 88 days and then six months later. I mean, we had to convict this person. We had to make sure and we tried to do everything victims orientated. You know, we did this so the victims in these cases try not to ever have to step foot in the courtroom. That's our goal in law enforcement, mm-hmm. in this case and in every case. And you know, sometimes the victims do have to step foot in the courtroom, but our job in law enforcement is to make sure a victim doesn't have to step foot in a courtroom.
0: Sure. You you had mentioned that you, know, you kind of look back, and there's a lot of things that you would learn, mm-hmm. and you have a mission. What did you learn, and what is that mission?
1: Well, the, you never give up, and and that's what— um, it's sometimes it's easy to say, oh, the evidence isn't," you know. But you really, when there's a missing person or a, a case out there, you just never give up hope. And I think that really showed and came through in law enforcement that sometimes it's just like, "Oh, the leads all dried up." That's just where we're at. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out, you know. And I think it's our job to get that. N- out to the public. That's why we yeah. do shows like yours because we can reach so many more people on our Facebook pages and, and through podcasts and different things out there. And that, that's why that's my rule, I think is to get that word out there and mission out there and never all, give up. Yeah. Never give and it up. It
0: certainly does give a lot of people hope, especially for families that do have a, a loved one that is missing still. And I think that's an important message.
1: Right. And it, it's just, our job as adults to make sure that our kids know, I don't care if it's your kid, your grandkids, your neighbor kids, just know that if something happens to them, we're always going to be out there looking for them. We're never going to give up on them. I don't care if it's domestic abuse, suicide prevention, missing child, whatever it is, it's our job as adults to do that. Not as the sheriff, not as Ben Dryden from Dryden Wire. It's our job as adults in this community and our communities to take a bigger role in life. Mm. And we just need to do a better job of that as adults. And that's really what came onto this because I saw a community come together. Mm. Like, and we showed the world how a community should come together. Yeah, And every person should be congratulated for that. And then we had a 13-year-old girl show us that you never give up. And because there's people out there that were like, wow, we're 88 days into this. It's, you know, let's close up shop and yeah. we'll figure it out. Yep, and, yep. and, yeah, and that was a tough thing for me and when we went from 24 7 to you know basically about 16 hours a day that was a tough decision we're, we're about three and a half four weeks into this and they're like we can't just can't keep going 24 7 right and i'm like but we're not done we're gonna keep our team here and that's that lead of 10 people they continue to meet for 88 days and then they continue to meet for six months later and and you know we're still working the case because the open records requests are come are still out there and we're going to be releasing a lot of information on the case and
0: well, you said that there was, uh, what, 32,000? Reports. reports. So are those all subject to open records? Um,
1: and that's what we're going through right now because some of the information is not subject to open records requests because of age of victims, sure. suspects, um, certain things in there have to be redacted. And so we're redacting all of that as we speak. 32,000? Of reports. And that's why it's taken us, you know, he was convicted yeah. in, in you know on Memorial Day weekend um and then he went to jail and and that's his but now we have all these reports and i know people should say we shouldn't release it well that's i don't get that yeah, decision that uh <laughs> yeah. nope don't want to it. that's <laughs> yeah. uh, not really how it works actually <laughs> and and there'll be a big there's a lot of criticism out there should we even be talking about this class case anymore sure. jamie's doing great and that's all we want in life but mm. there's other missing kids and there's other things that other people can learn about this case. We're going around, um, we're doing a talk in in Eau Claire on this case um, to other law enforcement officers from A to Z. You know, it's not for public. It's for other law enforcement to show what we did as law enforcement. So we have a a detective from our department, uh, myself, a DCI agent, an FBI agent are kind of going around saying, here's the case from A to Z. and You know, how do you, what did we do? You know, what are the things we could have done better? You know, and, you know how do you do it and you know, how do you keep following up on all these tips and how do you create 32,000 reports or well, you just do it?
0: Well, yeah. if it makes you feel any better, I won't be uh, submitting an open records <laughs> request for any of them.
1: <laughs>
0: Cause aside from, you know, when you're on just uh, touching base on this. And I think main reason of course that we're even discussing this case is because you just, uh, just a week or two ago, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago did the, the uh, ceremony or mm-hmm. the the, right. the one year remembrance. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see how some people kind of want to move on from that. Right. Um, But I think it's also important for other people as well, like you had already discussed, people that have lost uh, family or they have someone that's still missing, Mm -hmm. uh, that this is really a great message to keep out there.
1: Yeah, there's just no reason to give up. There's absolutely none, and and that's really where my focus has changed in in life. There's just no reason to give up. But, you know, we're not going to have a two-year anniversary. We're not going to have a three-year anniversary. But it's been three years since Dan Glaze passed away in Russ County, Uh, you know, and the radio yeah. and the TV all had things that, like, three years ago, Dan, Gle- you know, yep. and we didn't do that. The me- the law enforcement, sh- yeah. you know, the Russ County Sheriff didn't yep. go out and say, hey, let's have a three-year anniversary, yep. and, you know, and let's let the media know. No, the, just put it up
0: on, on his, I think, on his Facebook page, I think I saw it, in the Russ R- County uh, Sheriff's R- Office. R- he just put up, uh, wasn't pressure just, hey, R- you know, three years ago, this R- happened, R- you know, keep him in your he and the family. And- yeah, yeah.
1: It- that's just what we do it's anniversaries that's what we do in in life good anniversaries bad anniversaries we all remember but um there's good in the world i mean i know we it seems like sometimes in law enforcement we're always talking about the bad in the Mm -hmm. world and i think that's where the the media covered the cloth story so much is because there's so much negativity in the world that this was a positive Mm -hmm. thing and And that's what it's about is, you know, we talk about stabbings and shootings and all this other stuff all the time. But Mm -hmm. there's good in the world, and um, we just got to bring it out and show it as adults.
0: Well, I think also if you look at the the media's coverage during while she was missing, Mm -hmm. then obviously uh, uh, she was back. Mm -hmm. I think if the media just kind of went away after that, Mm -hmm. uh, that wouldn't have been good, actually. Mm Because it's now it's not a quote unquote juicy story. It's mm-hmm. oh she's okay. Well, well then see ya. We're heading back to New York. Mm-hmm. The fact that no, there, there are media that still actually we want to hear that story. That is a, a great message and a message of hope. Um, so I actually think that's a good thing that they continue to discuss that. So,
1: so do I, and I'll continue to go around and talk about this on so whoever will let me talk about the power of positivity because I think sure. that's really important and and we can all be a little bit more positive in our day to day lives and. And it's really our job as adults to raise our kids from teachers to cops to, you know, the mailman, you know, and neighbors and and friends. And, you know, we have these national night outs and we want to get to know our neighbors. And this case is the prime example of getting to know your neighbors and and helping each other out. And it really comes in northwest Wisconsin. And someone put this to me, you know, it really comes help neighbors helping neighbors This it comes from our farmers. Our farmers, you know, I'm milking cows and I fall down and break my leg because it's slippery out. Yeah. All the other neighbors come and milk my cows for me until I'm mm. better. I mean, that's where this this feeling of power and and the, the farming community in our area does that so well. And we just took that and kind of ran with it when during the class case. And to give 2,000 searchers and to have all the food and all the people that helped and all the people that put signs up, I mean, every little thing can make a big difference. Mm. And that's what it was about in this case is... One person can make a difference, and and that's really what it's about.
0: Well, you were just talking about neighbors helping neighbors. I was having a conversation with someone the other day that because um, I've seen some of your you know your call logs get sent out, mm-hmm. and a lot of these are you know dogs barking or just these random things. Like why would you be calling nine one one on some of these? Um, and the example that I had used then how far we've just kind of gotten to the point where uh, it's almost like we have these barriers between our neighbors now. And I don't know what that is, but just this this friendly, uh, like you said, farmers. So growing up where my parents still live now, outside of Shell Lake, uh, many times uh, we would just look out the window and there's a whole bunch of cows in the yard because the neighbor's fence you know, went down and there's just cows walking around. We don't call 911. We mm-hmm. call them up and say, hey, your cows are out. They come up to get the cows back and, and fix the fence. And if we can help in any way, we certainly do, because that's that's just kind of what you're supposed to do. And I kind of feel like we're losing some of that and I don't know where that started, right but i feel like we're losing some of that
1: and and i think so i think people are are because there's you know active shooter events and there's all this stuff that keeps popping up out of the middle of nowhere. Like, how can there be shootings at school? How can there mm. be shootings at churches? How can mm. there be? And yeah, so I think there's a, there's a fear out there. And I, I heard this quote and I've been carrying around with me. It says, oh. fear is a funny thing. Some of the time it brings out the worst in people, but fear also brings out the best. We certainly saw that in the in the cloth case. Sure. It brings out love, loyalty, care, kindness, support, generosity, and appreciation. And for a certain few, f- fear brings out something different. The choice to be heroic stand steady and find a way to help and learn each other like family and i just think that's a that's a cool and i don't know who wrote it i don't know anything about it i I took it from something and i I just think that you're right we're sometimes we let fear overtake us and sometimes we just need to be heroic and we just need to think hey if that was my brother my sister i'd go out there and help them find Mm -hmm. their dog or put their cows back in right and so i think sometimes fear overtakes us and we just got to get past that
0: well, I don't know if there's a good way to transition into another topic I want to discuss, and that is Governor Evers uh, had called for a special session, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of bills. Yep. One of them is commonly referred to as a red flag law. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you were aware of that, and kind of get you know pick your brain on your thoughts are you aware of what that bill
1: is a a little bit i've done some some research on the red flag law and the special assessment isn't going to happen i understand they're going to gavel in and gavel out which i think is a waste of time but i'm not in politics on that end and and i think we need to do a better job on that but um what the red flag law is going to propose it's a it's a a proposal for people for a judge to take away people's guns um for people who are uh, deemed to be a danger whether that is mental health or some other danger it's just a way to control guns out there and it's not a way that I can just go in as a sheriff and say Ben calls and says oh my brother kind of goofy I think you should go take his guns away okay that's true (laughs) actually you don't have to take his guns but he's (laughs) a little goofy (laughs) yeah exactly and so so, you know, I'm not going to drive to Matt's house and just walk in his house and say, hey, give me all your guns. You know, Ben called. That, that's not wow. what the red flag log is about. And some people are taking it to the extreme. And obviously, there's two sides to every story. And and I'm not getting into the the sides of, of the different story. But so I just can't, as a sheriff or law enforcement, walk into Matt's house just because Ben called and said, I think he's crazy take away his guns. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. In this, how I understand the red flag law, or how I hope it is, is, and it's real similar, as part of the domestic abuse law, the judge can deem you to be, you know, under domestic abuse, can take your guns away for a certain period of time. Um, but that's only after a hearing, after you have, as a victim or as a suspect, be able to argue your point to a judge, you know. Mm-hmm. And And so I think the red flag law can maybe work if there's, there's due process, and that's all there needs to be. It just can't be, you said yeah. Chris Fitzgerald's crazy and okay. go take his guns, and the cop shows up and takes all my guns. That's not going to happen. We're not going to do that from a law enforcement standpoint. There has to be due process when it comes to this. You have to have the right to you know, either go against your accuser or explain to the judge why you should be able to keep your guns. The judge rules anything. That's what we do in law enforcement. The judge rules I, I want to go to Matt's house and search it, or your house and search it. I can do that if the judge lets me. I just can't go into your house and search it. But if I think I have a reason to, I fill out a search warrant. The judge says yes, I grant that under the law, and then I can go do that. Mm. But I can't do that. There's rules and regulations to it. So, um, so there's two parts to it. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen a final version of it. I don't. They're not gonna. They're gonna gavel in a gavel us, so we're not gonna have to worry about it. But there just needs to be a better thought process put into it. And and there's. It's already there for the domestic abuse. It can be just added, and I think that's part of it, um, you know, and that gets into universal background checks. Yeah, that's
0: the second one that was proposed.
1: Yeah, and we do. We need to do a better job with that too. I mean, I just, if there's a gun, a guy that sells guns professionally, has a store and he sells guns, and there's a gun show across the street, if I go to his store and fill out a form, you know, i got to pass a background check. If I go across the street to the local gun show, I don't have to pass a background check that's just not that's not fair yeah that's not fair to the business owner that sure. we're doing so we need to do something different what that is i don't have that okay, so solution I've, I've never been to a gun
0: show i'm not a yeah. fan of guns at all <laughs>
1: um but i think
0: we had uh posed a question on our facebook page it was a poll that was exactly from the marquette poll that was referenced in Evers's as 80 of wisconsinite support these bills mm-hmm. and uh, I've seen a lot of comments about and I don't really understand this world right but it's a lot of these gun show these people do already do the background check so mm-hmm. it's just some that don't right. Do
1: you know anything about that no i don't i really don't either i don't either i I know some people do background checks and some people don't i know there's ways you can do it and there's a lot of guns in the world so i'm not even sure that universal background checks is going to work because all of us have guns and i can and the universal background checks don't count between family members and but there's people that sell them you know online or however people sell guns i don't i own a gun yeah. I own this one right here that i carry with me that's the only gun i have <laughs> so i don't hunt and yeah. i'm you know i support the hunters out there and oh. and you know as a sheriff i have a constitutional authority and they get into all this big we're gonna have a whole discussion on that but mm. i follow the constitution i follow the laws that are set forth by our rulemakers. if they pass a law that says Cops have to go get people's guns. Then we'll have to go get them. But that's only after a due process and a law makes a bill and all that other fun stuff. That again, I don't need to get into. That's not my role. I love yeah. being the sheriff. I'm not not running for Sean Duffy seat or Romaine Quincy seat. Right. I just I just they were doing a good job and they're the, they're the people that represent us and yeah. we need to just tell them what we think and you know you don't always that's agree right. and but yeah. you know Romaine he listens and and he's always out there trying to. Do, you know, what he thinks the people want. And and I know there's two sides to every story, this Democrat sure. and Republican. And I'm everybody's sheriff. Yeah, I, I there's a diva in my name. I'm supported by a lot of Republicans, and I wish sheriffs weren't like that But because I don't need to get into the politics of it. My job is to answer 911 calls, go and respond to them. And it doesn't matter if we don't say it's a three-minute response time if you're a Democrat and it's a five-minute sure. if you're Republican or vice versa. It's just that's not what it's about. We get drug into it sometimes from law enforcement, and that frustrates me. And Like what and, I'm doing right now. <laughs> no, no, that's okay because we're talking about it. I'll have this conversation yeah. with anybody yeah. on the street, and that's yeah. why I like doing these, and I go on sh- radio shows and the, wherever I go and talk to people. That's why I love being out in the public sure. because I get a point of view from this, and, and I don't have all the answers, and mm. I need the support of my community to – Make the, some decisions that I make, but a lot of our decisions are set forth by this bill. If this bill becomes a law, I have to follow it. Yeah. If, maybe I don't like the seatbelt law, you know, sure. but I have to enforce <laughs> right. it, you know, yeah. and we yeah. have discretion. Do we have to write yeah. a ticket every time? No, you don't have to under in law enforcement, but under the law, you know, it says if you don't wear your seatbelt, you, you can get pulled over sure. for it. Well,
0: have, it's a little different, though. I think you were kind of, refer- yeah, uh,
1: you, you know, may not get
0: a ticket for a seatbelt. Right. But there's a lot of variables there. Right. But it's not that you, as either sheriff or deputy, uh, your name's, you know, John Doe mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, Johnny Officer, and I will never give. I do not believe in the seatbelt law. Right. Then, therefore never rating a ticket for it now that's different right. than obviously there's other circumstances why you may not do that right but you still have to follow anytime right. you arrest someone for marijuana we do a story on it. Right. same thing it's right. like well you need to be focused on that well it's still it's still a crime right. it, it just is and until it's legal we're still going to enforce it <laughs> the, the law I don't know. Should we apologize? I'm sorry for doing our job. It's well, well, it can't we, help
1: it. You're right. We get that a ton of like, you know, we're doing this drugs over dinner, these posts on Facebook yeah. about drugs over dinner. Well, some people don't like that. We're calling it drugs over dinner. I'm like, all I'm doing is trying to raise awareness <laughs> about the topic. No, I don't want you to have drugs over dinner. Yeah. you hear exactly right. And so people are yeah. critical of that. And I'm like, I get it. But that's it yeah. raises awareness it raises a discussion question with our kids and today and all we're doing is saying sit down with your kids at the at the dinner table and talk about a topic i don't care if it's schoolwork drugs or what you're going to do on saturday at the pumpkin patch yeah. whatever yeah. it is i don't care as long as you just don't have a conversation about it and drugs over dinner is, is an awareness campaign and you know and people are saying well you shouldn't talk about vaping we should talk about math You shouldn't talk about marijuana. You should talk about meth. Well, you know what? We talk about meth a lot. And it's not... And then people say, why? You're (laughs) always talking about meth. Meth. Yeah. And so, and vaping is an issue. It's an issue in our middle schools. It's an issue in our high schools. And a lot of people don't understand it. So that's all we're trying to do is give people information to talk about it, the dangers of it. Because everything you read in the media or on TV isn't true. I mean, everything on Facebook isn't true. Mm -hmm. So, um. So, you know, we we catch a lot of grief for that. But follow us on Facebook, our Drugs Over Dinner. and we're... I saw one of
0: those. It was very short. You had just a quick clip, and it was yeah. about talking about meth, I think. Ask your kids, what do they know about uh, meth? Right. And I was watching it. Of course, the kids were at school, and I wrote down, okay, I should actually do this. And now I think about it, I forgot. <laughs> but I'm actually really interested because it's, uh, you know, you one's in elementary and one's in uh, middle school. Right. I'd actually, I've never asked them. Right. Do you, have you ever heard of meth? And, what, and if so, where have you heard this? Um, you know, are teachers talking about it or what? But
1: um, I'm curious. And the same question goes for vaping, and it same. And then you have a fun question like, "What should I never wear again?" You know, you know. That's just have it. It doesn't have to be a serious conversation every time you have supper. Well, yeah, yeah. That's good because I, I don't. I rarely have any serious conversations. <laughs> we'll have one once in a while, and and you're doing good because you want your kids to be safe. But sure. but vaping is out there, and and we're teaching fifth grade fifth graders about math. So if you have a fifth grader out yeah, there, that's just nuts. well, but that's where we're seeing it. We're know, seeing the crazy. age of methamphetamine drop. And that's our job again as adults to do you something do. about that. And I don't care what adult you are, if it's your neighbor kid, your grandkid, whoever, again, it's our job as adults to do something and we need to, we can change the world. And our kids are, our kids are learning that faster, I think, than we are. Um, and our kids want to make a difference. And let's just push that a little bit and have a little fun with that. So um,
0: the drugs over dinner, I didn't realize that was actually a campaign because I yeah. follow mm-hmm. you know, thousands of Facebook pages, so obviously <laughs> I can't see everything that's in the newsfeed. but um, I usually try to check your page at least once a day just to see if there's something I missed. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with this? What is the actual campaign? Is it just a series of some Facebook posts? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going around uh, to schools? What is the campaign?
1: Well, it's really, it's drugs over dinner. It's just, it's a simple campaign. It's just a idea to raise awareness. It's, it's really part of a whole meth campaign. I mean, it's just one arm of it, whether it's enforcement, education, you know, there's an enforcement end of methamphetamine or drugs. Sure. And there's an, there's an education end. And it's just a, just a prong of our education um, pillar on our, on our plan, you know, and, you you know where we're we we got to be a little bit smarter on crime than softer on crime and and it's just a way to raise awareness that if we can stop one kid from using meth we're winning the game yeah and and so it's just a just an arm of a, an awareness campaign whether that's our you know our town hall meetings or it's just something different we thought about doing we we saw it on someone else's post and they they said drugs over dinner and again don't have drugs over dinner and, and but it's ready to, it catches your eye it yeah. catches your and all it is is a catchy slogan yeah and we can say talk about drugs over dinner that's yeah. fine too if you want to put talk in front of it let's sure. do it sure um, but that's just the campaign and we got permission to use it and and I just think it's pretty neat and it's just a way to uh, just an arm of raising awareness sure. is all it is
0: yeah uh, well now that we have November starting mm-hmm. are you getting ready for uh, I think a shop
1: with the cop. Do you do that every year? Yep, we do shop with the cop is, every year. Is,
0: is that getting going yet? Something yep, and going.
1: Yeah, and actually we're raising uh money for it. We're we're partnering with Sterling Bank this year, um, and it's our tenth year of doing it in in Barron County. We take about seventy five kids shopping, and and um, we usually have our donut dash race. Um, that's yes. our donut dash, yes. and that's yes, you certainly. know we eat donuts in the middle and donuts at yep. the end because cops eat donuts. <laughs> yep, we eat donuts. We eat candy too, <laughs> so you can drop it off at the sheriff's department if you have extra from your kids. No um but that's our our fundraiser this year um we need a little bit extra money we want to take a few more kids we want to take about 75 kids shopping um the first monday in december at walmart we just teamed up with walmart adventures restaurant they give a big meal afterwards wow Uh, we just signed pepsi uh, to be part of our program they've oh, been wow. part of our program for a few years they're sure. back in this year sterling bank is in and you can drop off any Barron county sterling bank location um people want to give to it everybody yeah. says oh i'd love to give to that program I'm like well here's your opportunity yeah, any sterling bank location you write out checks to the Barron county law enforcement foundation Barron Shatek um or um, rice lake they have sterling bank locations you can drop off a check there you can drop it off to the sheriff's department, or you can mail it to me at the sheriff's department, make checks out to the Barron County Law Enforcement Foundation. And we give them a Christmas dinner. Uh, we're working with one of our local state troopers is working to try to get a Christmas dinner, frozen Christmas dinner donated to every kid. Um, and it's Which really. You mean uh, like frozen dinners? Yeah. No, like a frozen turkey. <laughs> oh, okay. We're working with Jenny. All and, and our, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It takes 38 <laughs> seconds. You have Christmas dinner. No, no. Um, And uh, no, we just want them to go home with something special, um, besides gifts. And they have to buy gifts for their their family. They don't buy gifts for themselves. And a cop takes them shopping.
0: Whoa! See, I did not know that. Say, Say that I didn't know that. No, it's not for them. I just
1: assumed it was. Nope. They get to buy one thing for themselves, and that's kind of a surprise because we take different kids each year. Sure. But we'll take about 75 kids, and they have yeah. to bring a list for their brothers, sisters, grandmas, aunts. What? Yeah. That's what okay, it's about. Okay, so now that is awesome. It's about giving back, and we want our kids to really – so they don't get to go – they get to buy something for themselves, sure. of course. Sure. Um, but we want them to buy, you know, a candle for their mom or something. Aww. These kids don't get that opportunity to sometimes do that.
0: Sure. I and, and maybe that's how it is for all of them. Do you know, I I never thought about that. Yeah. We had uh, Tracy Finch, uh, yeah. Sheriff and Burnett, was here last week and talking about that. But mm-hmm. I never even asked. I just assumed that
1: it's for the kid. Yeah. Nope, ours is not. And some are and, and some are. Which is uh, perfectly fine, too. Right. Right. I agree. Uh, but we, wow, that's cool. But, you know, there's I always talk about our cops and, and the things that we have to de- deal, and deal with and see every day. And it sucks some days. Yeah and but this is the day where you get to see smiles on all these cops and we have about 60 70 cops and about 75 kids and and walmart's a zoo Mm -hmm. and but it's really people now just come and watch they just walk around and watch these kids and to be able to put certain certain th- things in their cart, you know, wow. but it, it's also heartbreaking because people were like, wow, can I get a gallon of milk? Because if I brought an extra milk home, I'm oh like, I mean, like, it just melts you. And, and people say, I want to give to that. And so now is your opportunity to give. We really need some help this year. Our race was canceled because we had the storms. So we had a makeup race. And so we oh. didn't raise quite as much money as I wanted oh. to. But um, Yeah,
0: because if you have you want to take 75 kids, yeah. and if you only have money for 65, who's going to be the one who draws a short straw to go yeah. tell 10 other kids you can't go this year? Sorry, we'll, no milk. Yeah, we'll have it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. We'll get it. Our community backs everything we do, and I can't thank our community enough for their support. But this is our 10th year. We want to make it huge. Sterling Bank wanted to be a partner. They're running some radio ads for us. So if you want to give to our, our Shop with the Cop program again, we're it's going to be just making a – Christmas a little brighter for kids, and uh-huh. and that's what it's about. And and it's the it's the greatest day of law enforcement uh, for us in Barron County um, that Monday at Walmart, and and it's the safest place to be. Nice <laughs> At Walmart seventy five cops. Well, are. yeah, no
0: kidding. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But if they're bad
1: guys, they would go out and do crimes when you're all at Walmart. We're not all at Walmart. Okay. So don't go speeding around next Monday in December. I'm like there's all the cops are at Walmart. And that's not how it works. Oh man, how many calls
0: do you get? How many call, how many 911 calls does the dispatch get when you do this every year when they have all those cop cars outside Walmart? Yeah. We
1: get a few. Like what's going on? No. But now it's now we we've, we've uh, got a good, you know, a good foundation set for this and we're pretty excited and like I said a lot of people I think just come down and see all the smiles. Allison. Yeah, that's awesome. And and Bruce at Adventures in Rice Lake, and he feeds us a big taco dinner afterwards. Oh. And we have that at a you know the, one of the local hotels. Lets us use their their big room, and and it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty fun night, and and it's fun to drop you know, ten or fifteen thousand bucks at Walmart in like an hour. <laughs> So and you look and I have this big pile of gift cards and we just drop all that money and it's oh, it's poor, really fun those four cashiers yeah there's a ten dollar gift card a five dollar gift card it's, oh man yeah. <laughs> we're
0: gonna be here all night for one kid
1: <laughs> and they and you know Walmart brings in three cashiers for us just for that night it's oh, it's cool. really a. It's really a community event, and uh, it's a way for us to give back because our community supports us in everything we do, and we just want to make a difference and and make Christmas a little brighter. And so Mm. we always have it the first Monday, so we'll see everybody at Walmart the first Monday in December.
0: See, it's stuff like that that makes me wish I would have gone to be a cop. Yeah, yeah.
1: I wish it was like that every day. It's just not. Um, But we're pretty blessed here. As you know, you've lived with it for a lot of years with your dad, and you know we're pretty blessed in northwest Wisconsin to be to have the support we have as cops because we don't have protesters and we don't have, you know, we got some Facebook comment people once in a while and that's just life. Everybody's not going to agree with everything we do in life and it's just that our jobs are public. Mm. Everything I do is, is a public record yeah. yep. and so people get to comment on that and hey, that's
0: that's I've, life. I've never once had an issue with anyone commenting mm. on our stuff, ever. <laughs> Nope. No. No. Never. All positive. Yeah. All positive. Yep. Thank Everything you so goes. much for yeah. providing this free information <laughs> yeah, in a right. timely manner.
1: <laughs> no one's ever sent you a hate mail. Never. <laughs> never. Nope. <laughs> but, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. And that's just what it's about. And 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 uh, you know we just all got to enjoy life a little bit more and have a little bit more fun and yeah. and not too much fun, uh, but um, it's just. I don't know. I love my job. I yeah. just enjoy it every day, and it's days like shop with the cop that uh, yeah. mean the world, and uh, it's it's it means a lot to our department. Especially over the last couple of years, we've seen some some bad stuff, and and had to deal with some bad stuff. And mm. you know, you know, yeah. there's a lot of you know things out there, but it it works out good. We have a good team, and like I said, I got the best team, and we're supported by a great community. So that's what makes our job so much fun.
0: Well, and I think sometimes it's hard for people to see you as humans, law mm-hmm. enforcement. And it's okay to, uh, you are just a human being, and your name's Chris. Uh, When you take a uniform up, you you look like we all look like, Mm and you do normal stuff like we all do. But I also think it's important, I think we were talking recently with someone on our show, I think it was last, maybe it was last week, about just having levity. Uh, Sometimes it's important to find a little humor in some very serious things. Uh, It's not disrespectful, it's not meant to be that, it's simply kind of a process a little to, to... take off some of the heaviness of things, I think it's okay to laugh every once in a while and yeah. to smile every once in a while.
1: It is. And and you see us smiling. There's maybe a traffic fatality down the road, and it's just, and our cops are standing around there, and they're just waiting for the tow truck or the whoever to get there, and the family's mm. been cleared away, and we're sitting there. We would not be laughing, but we're probably talking about you know Halloween last night and what the our kids were dressed right. up as. Yeah. You know, it's, Normal stuff. It's, yeah, because we just can't it's yeah it's called gallows humor it, oh never it, heard that. yeah there's actually a term for it. how you deal with stress and and high stress incidents and and uh you know we it's you know it's, it's just we've got to remember that we're on film 24 7 we're always out there when we're on duty and and sometimes we're people too and yeah. you're right i'm going to take my uniform off tonight i'm yeah. probably going to go to walmart and get some groceries and yeah. it, it's different when you're the sheriff a little bit because you're on duty 24 7 or supposed to be and yeah. you know but I, I'm okay with that. I enjoy that. I, I love it. Again, if I didn't have the support of our community, it'd be a little bit tougher, but yeah. I love it.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot you have the body cams. It was kind of a, hey, uh, you know, you hear the one about the priest walking into the bar. <laughs> Dude, camp, turn <laughs> off. <Turn laughs> yeah. We well, don't yeah. want that one on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No? <laughs> we laugh because it's probably true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um,
0: I saw something recently about Citizens Academy. Are you guys still, are you guys still doing that?
1: Actually, we have our third one coming up, and and could pretty good segue about how, we're, you know, we're, we're real people too, and we want to teach people about our job. So we're um, launching our third annual Citizens Academy in January. Oh, you
0: have something for this? That's yeah, awesome. I, yeah, I'm sending
1: out this press release but this is breaking news right here, because this is going out right after we get done here. All right, nice. Um, but we're having in January from 10 to 11:30 um, every other Wednesday. So January, February, March, and we're gonna we're gonna t- teach people what it's like to be a cop and so our officers are going to train you in patrol canine do we get to drive uh no you don't get to drive um and uh no you don't and we turn the lights on at least yeah yeah, probably (laughs) um we're going to do our drug unit's going to come and show you how we do an undercover operation what's meth? we're going to do some shoot don't shoot scenarios maybe uh with the tech college they have a shoot don't shoot scenario so you get to actually go to a domestic on the screen and we're going to you get to decide if you get to shoot or not. and what? If, what? Yeah, and so that's our goal. We work with our tech college. We're going to teach you about evidence. We're going to let you come in the jail and work a jail shift for an hour and a half. How oh, cool. Dispatch, and then our emergency response team.
0: So this isn't just um, you come in here, take a class for an hour or two, and you get a badge. Yeah, exactly. But you this is... This is, yeah, this is a, actually we, pretty serious.
1: We, we have seven sessions. We want everybody to come to all seven. Wow. Um, there's going to be a graduation. You have to apply. You can't have a criminal record. You have to. So on our website, there's a there's a tab that's launching today. Uh, sign up for our Citizens Academy. Um, we're taking about twenty to twenty five people, and that's going to be it. And uh, you know, we hope to fill up. We want business people, regular people, whoever wants to come and learn about law enforcement. And, again, we're doing a background check, so you yeah. can have an open case with us and want to learn about the system. <laughs> um, so, so how yeah. do you process this kind of evidence? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how do you sell meth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we're not going to be doing that. No. But our, our, our people love that because, uh, again, it's it's building support for law enforcement. It's it's showing some understanding for mm. law enforcement. Um, so, yeah, if you want to come down and be part of it, then people we can have a show on it every week every other week uh, starting in january so got a month to sign up and then the month of december we're going to background check and and pick the people and then we're going to start in january uh, a couple of our officers are going to lead that and uh it's our our people like our patrol division is going to do it and lead it and like i said you're going to sit in dispatch for an hour and a half you're going to Maybe even put a headset on and be able to listen to some of the 911 calls that come in. Nice. So, hopefully, nothing bad happens. Well, right. There. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Our goal is zero 911 calls on the day. It's just not a reality. Yeah. Um, but so, look for more information. There'll be a press release coming about, out, out later on today? that later today. I'll get that
0: out. Are you going to have them sign non disclosures if they're listening in to certain no, things? No,
1: everything is public record. you we got to remember. So, oh, okay. no, we, we obviously, if it turns out to be a major case, we're probably going to have to close Scoop and scoot the person out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> But um, but you know, yeah, and so obviously they can't listen to medical calls and things like that. Oh, so you know, true. we'll we'll we shield all that. We're we're very protective mm. of people's rights. So. How
0: how often did you do this every year?
1: No, we haven't done it for obviously we've been busy the last year. Um, so we didn't do it last year. So this is our third one we've been doing. Um, so it's just something I did a couple of years ago, and it started, and then the, the people wanted to do it, and we used to do it at night. We're going to try one during the day. Um, maybe retired people, business people, sure. um, you know, it's for anybody 18 and older. Um, so um, we don't want kids in it. I mean, we know there's kids that want to be part of law enforcement out there, but we have, yeah. we have a different way to get Yeah, them this involved. isn't like
0: a ride-along with a cop type right. thing. Oh, and by yeah. the way, I heard that, that you, you don't do that anymore. I mean, not you specifically, yeah. but law enforcement doesn't do ride-alongs anymore. And
1: we do in certain, not just regular, we do them like sometimes I do donate it to a, you know, ride with the sheriff is what it's called oh. and they do a donation and but I get I do it, I don't take up our patrolman's time and I take you around on some calls. Sure. Um but a lot of times you just sit in the car and, and do it. So I've taken people on ride alongs. We allow some of our kids uh, kids, I call them kids and I'm getting old. But some of the people in our law enforcement program at the tech college will let them do a ride along. Oh okay. um, you know, but we'll let That's you. a little different. They're going into but, that field. Right, right. That's a little different. We try not to just give yeah anyone anyone and ride along just because it's tuesday and i'm bored tonight (laughs) and i'm gonna go ride with the sheriff because he said no that's not how it works um Uh. but uh, we do love to give tours and show you our dispatch center and our jail i have no problem doing that it's a we you know i'm owned by the taxpayers and all that stuff is owned by taxpayers so i have no problem showing people our equipment or, or you know boy scout troops or whatever it is girl scout troops whatever and so we're open to the public and that's always been my, you know, I've been the sheriff 12 years now or just Mm -hmm. almost 12 years. And, and, uh, you know, I've enjoyed every, not every day of it, but most days, (laughs) most days.
0: I I, really, I've never been in the, uh, Mm your jail or I think I've gone into the government center there a couple of times, but just in the, just in the lobby, I've never actually been in there. I should come down and do a,
1: yeah, wouldn't mind well, here that. you go every Tuesday at 10 30, okay. every, every other Wednesday, or whatever it is. <laughs> so, be, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, starting in January, you can come down every week or every other week. Sure, I, so. should, I should have
0: dad uh, sign yeah. up for that, and then yeah. just so we can go in and say, Nope, that's not how you should do it. <laughs> nope, you should do it. This he's got to pass background, <laughs> he'll never pass. <laughs> <laughs> so. so, okay, I that's uh, we've covered the things that I wanted to make sure I talked about. Is there anything else that uh we haven't touched on that. You want people to know about?
1: No, I, I don't think so. Obviously, it's it's going to be winter here soon, and so we're you know our our models always been drive slow in the snow. Um, don't go out if you don't have to. You know if it's snowing today and you need milk, but you can wait till tomorrow when the you know the plows come out tonight or whatever it is yeah. when it snows. You know, give them extra time. Give our plow drivers some extra space when they're out there. I know everybody's in a hurry, but they don't take you know start in superior and end up in eau claire in 53 they always stop and you're not going to follow them forever yeah um so just give them extra space up plowing our our workers out there um be careful of accidents and and just it's winter driving and we need to get ready for winter driving because it's going to happen
0: and i think for the most part uh, people are very good at winter driving right right uh, but there Not is, the first snow. I was just going to say, there is the one day I will absolutely <laughs> never leave the house, and that is when it's just yeah. like two inches, right? Yeah. Not yeah. even a storm, right. just the two inches of yeah. snow. Yeah. yeah, just stay home. Yeah,
1: and it's just that first day. It's it's our new drivers. It's our, just remember, it takes longer to stop, and road yeah. bridges are slippery, and yeah. all that stuff. And and so just... And we
0: forget sometimes, too, because yeah. it has been nine months since we've experienced that, or seven months. Yeah,
1: hopefully it's been hopefully nine. nine. months, yeah, right. <laughs> well, hopefully it's nine, but mm-hmm. yeah. And so mm. every day now that we don't get snow is a bonus day for us. But yeah, yeah. but uh, just take your time out there. Drive slow. Again, I, I thank our communities out there for the support they give law enforcement. I think that's really what's key. And um, just go out there and make a difference and, and never give up hope. That's but all I got.
0: Sheriff, sure, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Are right, you going to come back and uh, let us know how the Citizens Academy goes? And sure. I can't wait to hear about Shop with a Cop. Let's uh, get you back in like in January something, right after the holiday.
1: Sounds like a great plan.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank
1: you.